Thank you so much for listening. I'm Comic Tom, and this is the Bags and Boards podcast. We are a group of collectors, enthusiasts, fans, entrepreneurs, and content creators who all love comic books. I hope you find our content unique and different. This podcast is sponsored by Mill Geek Comics, a brick and mortar out here in Washington State, as well as Geek Street Comics. If you're in need of a local comic shop, Mill Geek Comics is happy to supply any of your monthly comic book needs and ships across country and worldwide. We also have a comic book subscription service, the Mystery Mail Call, where I, Comic Tom, have the pleasure of sending out collectible comics monthly to you. You can sign up for that at geekstreet101.com. You can watch these podcasts on YouTube at Comic Tom 101. Follow me on all my social media platforms at Comic Tom 101. I've been thinking a lot about the word value lately. You're going to hear me talking about that a lot on the mic. Um, Mostly because I want to bring our audience value with the content that we make. And we wanted a reason. Like I I found like we were struggling with the reason to discuss comic books specifically, like issues of comics. I want an excuse to talk about panels. I want an excuse to geek out about comics on the mic. The problem is that everybody's reading different things. To get people to collectively read what you're reading is difficult. And to care about a particular series that you're reading is a shot in the dark, whether or not the audience member is going to even care about it. So I was thinking about purpose and value. And then I, I was kind of reminded of something. I, 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 There's a collection that I picked, I picked up a, a couple months ago, okay? It was an Avengers collection. And the person that sold me this collection said, hey, it's all Marvel. There's no DC in here. It's, it's all Avengers. It's a bunch of Spider-Man. It had some, Miller, Frank Mil- it had some Frank Miller Spider-Man in there. It had some, um, I think the lowest Avengers issue was Avengers number seven. Um, that Thor cover is gorgeous. And this person said something that really stuck with me. And he said that I only had Marvel because my buddy, my friend, his mom bought him DC. And the way that we did this, the way that we were able to collect and the way that we were able to get all the issues and know what was happening in all these different universes is I would, my mom would buy me Marvel comics and my best friend's mom would buy him DC comics and then we would trade. Yep. So I always had the latest of issue of Spider-Man or Avengers, but that way I knew if I got those, I can borrow my friend's Batman, JLA and Superman. Okay. And he, he told me the story. What did this story mean? Well, to him, it meant he every week would get his comic books and then he'd have a time where he would sit down with his buddy and they would trade and they would sit on, on the bed at, at one of each other's house. In this case, he said he'd put on Iron Maiden on, the, on record, you know, and I just he was explaining his like his routine in his teen, in his teenage years, passing his Avengers book to his buddy while his buddy gave him his Batman book. And they're like, oh my God, they're freaking, you can't wait for this. Wait, read this, read this. And they're geeking out about it. They're kids, right? And all I can think of is like, man, that's gone. That's gone now. Like the closest we have to being put in a situation when you have to, when you're sharing content like that and you're bonding with your friend about stuff that you mutually want to geek out over. So the closest thing we have to that type of bonding or friendship thing is like just it's it's you can't even formulate that. You can't. It's like, Ryan, you what was the last comic book you read? Some, you know? You know, something uh, random. Cool, something random. Something. I, I read I read a comic book. I try to read a comic book every day. 
I heard Steve Barack say that. He's like, I read a comic book every night. I can't sleep without reading a comic book. So now I go to bed and I'm like, I haven't read a comic book today. I'm a failure. Son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> you know, like now I'm like, I have to read comics. So it's like, it's, it's, you can't formulate that type of like, you know, that sharing of content that used to happen. So I thought, screw it. We're, that's our reason. That's our reason to, to get together and talk about a random issue. So right now we're currently going through the Infinity Gauntlet saga, which is a ton of Silver Surfer, a ton of Thanos. And right now we're going to talk about Thanos Quest. Why? Because we read it. We read it recently. And I want to talk to my buddy about this comic book because it was awesome. I want to have that, that feeling that the guy I bought that collection from with his friend way back when, I want to like recreate that in 2018. Bring it to the future. Let's do it. So Thanos Quest. It's a good one. It's awesome. It's kind of hard to separate it from the uh, Infinity War film. It is. That was it a problem I ran into. It's completely different. It's completely different, but if you read the back of the box, it'd probably tell you the same thing. Thanos gathers the Infinity Stones yep. to wipe out half the life in the universe. That's correct. That's the bare bones summary, and it applies to both. I would argue the movie was a little more entertaining mm-hmm. in its depiction of this quest. They made the movie appropriate for the storytelling to like to appease the audience because if you if you make the thanos quest into a movie people would be like what the hell is going on he's trying to he's he's is he trying to have sex with the with death the entity death the grim reaper what is he's he's trying to make love with the grim reaper like what like but like it's it's different it's different and when you're reading it as a comic it makes sense it makes a lot more sense because it's a comic book but Thanos Quest, it's, it's part one and part two. We're going to talk right. about part one right now. And you summed it up well. He is on a quest to collect the Infinity Gems. You find out a little bit about how the Infinity Gems were created. And yeah, the part one is him collecting half of them. And the part two is, spoiler alert, collecting the other half. I think everybody knows that he gets it right. eventually. So we can say that now. But what's cool about this story is like, if you haven't watched our past videos on it, we've done a bu- a number of Silver Surfer videos on the Infinity Gauntlet because this story actually begins with Silver Surfer. Thanos's return, his resurrection happens in Silver Surfer 34. Right. Once we hit Silver Surfer 40, we move on to Thanos Quest. And this is actually a break in the story because at this time Jim Starlin was given permission to write his own book, right? We're going to give Thanos his own first miniseries, part one and part two of Thanos Quest. Right. So this was Jim Starlin's opportunity to introduce anybody who hasn't been reading Silver Surfer to the, to the fact that Thanos is here. This is what he's doing. This is why he's doing it. And this is how he's going to accomplish it. You get all that information in the Silver Surfer issues, but it's restated and in your face from Thanos' point of view and only Thanos' point of view in Thanos' quest. So it's unique in that way. And technically, you could start the Infinity Gauntlet on I know, at this book. Good. You could, but it does start earlier. So essentially what you have is in... in and Thanos' quest is, is Thanos doing exactly what he did in the prior issues of Silver Surfer, outsmarting everybody around him. And in this particular issue, he outsmarts three people. That's three the narrative. Gods. Yeah, three cosmic entities. Yeah, he's, he's kind of over six, six, five or six issues with Silver Surfer, time and time again, he's 
ridden all over him, stomped him into the ground. Just, ugh. He's had the drop on him, basically, and made him look Every like a complete time. fool. Every time. Currently, as, as this plays out, Silver Surfer thinks he not only killed Thanos, yeah, he's... he thinks this, the universe is completely fine. He thinks there's no <sighs> danger coming. But while Silver Surfer thinks that, Thanos is off collecting the gems. He's got to visit three different cosmic beings. The first he's going to visit... In betweener. That's right. He grabs the soul gem. Literally, first person he sees is in betweener, who's held captive uh, by two people, Lord Chaos and Master Order. Correct. Um, Those two people, Lord Chaos and Master Order, are just like forces, cosmic forces in the universe, and the in betweener is held captured captive by both of them, and he's he has the gem on his forehead. A lot of them do. Yeah, there. Everybody in this story has a gem, but they don't. Few of them even know the power of the gem. Right. So what's yeah. nice is that you're seeing what I like about these stories, specifically these this two parter, is that you see Thanos not just use his wit to get the gems, but you also see him use foresight in the off chance that he can make a mistake because he wants to make sure he does this right. He doesn't want to leave anything up to chance. He wants to make sure that he does Death's job, you know, to the extent that he promised her. Or it. I think, her. I think her. He calls it a her. He actually personifies death as a her throughout this issue. Right. So, her. Um, so, yeah. In between her. Tricks in between her to just snatch the gem. And it's pretty cool. You know? It's a quick little thing. He tricks them into coming out of you know, being held captive and gets the gem. And then everything is kind of a cascade effect. It gets easier. Once he gets the gem, it's way easier to get the next one. So, who does he visit? So, after he grabs the soul gem, he heads over to this kind of war-torn planet. Right. I don't remember the name of it. It doesn't really matter. There's a guy there called the Champion. It's gone in like a two, in a page or two. The whole it doesn't point, spoilers, matter. Spoilers, yeah. The planet yeah. is destroyed. Thanos tricks this guy, Champion, into, they get into a big fist fight. Page after page of, you know, splashy punches. And, you know, it's awesome. Thanos tricks him into doing like a dive bomb kind of punch move. He steps out of the way, basically. The guy hits the ground and the planet explodes. Like, this, is the, this guy has the power gem. All right. So the champion has the power gem in his forehead and doesn't really realize how, the extent that the gem is providing him his power until now. He's just like, I'm, I'm awesome. I'm just, you know, like, this is this how awesome guy. I normally am. Possibly one of the strongest people in the universe at that time is what is what we're led to believe. He but punches yeah, the planet, you know, he just That's... Thanos tricks him into destroying his planet. So he's literally all he's doing is he's like holding onto a rock in space. <laughs> yes. So he's like, what are you going to do, Thanos? How are you going to stop me? I'm so much stronger than you. And Thanos is like, yeah, but you can't fly. Yep. So what are you going to do? You're going to so, wait here. So you're just going to be super strong, hanging onto a rock in the middle of space. So yeah, he gives Thanos the gem. That's how he gets the second gem. That is, that's wicked. He just hands it over. He hands, he's like, what am I going to do? What's the use of me being powerful if I have no planet to be on? Yep. If I'm just in, in the abyss of space, what am I going to do? So he gets the second gem. My favorite is the third gem. Mine too. Easy, easily the the best, the best out of all the three. Six. I might all even six. I might even be convinced of that. Ryan, but. I am like tempted to get the panel that you know that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Tattooed on my arm right here. I'm thinking about it, man, because that panel is life changing. It, it, it turned my stomach when I saw that. The vines are creepy. Thanos is after the time gem. He goes to visit the gardener, and the gardener 
this cosmic being is using the time gem to essentially stop time so that the garden is at like a permanent he green just, state. Yeah, he makes things grow real quick and then kind of freezes them when they're Perfect. yeah, perfectly bloomed right before they die and they look all beautiful. And it's the garden. He's the, the gardener. Perfect, That's the his, his whole garden. deal. He just makes gardens. Yep. I and guess that's cool. Well, he, like lives, a, he lives amongst it, and he's just happy. It's a waste you know? of an infinity gem, if you ask me, but <laughs> hey, probably the most, one of the most powerful. Oh, I think for sure the most powerful. Yeah, the movie definitely makes the time stone look the most powerful. That's right. And yeah, Thanos is, what's interesting about this uh, meetup as we wind down and he gets it, you know, spoiler alert, is that you see him kind of take a different tactic with this. He has a conversation with him. Gardner's a thinker. Yeah, he's a thinker and he has the time gem. So essentially what we have is um, Thanos just like, you think that there's this like level of respect. That's what you get. You're reading this and you're like, they're talking. And the whole time you know that both of them are like, we know what's going on here. You're here to fight me. You're here to get this gem that I'm not going to give to you. Someone's about to die. Someone's going to die. But it's very casual. They're having a conversation. There's even a panel where they're on... Uh, it's kind of like an old samurai movie. Yeah, like a like, showdown. Yeah, where they're on both sides and they're looking at each other, mutually respecting each other, looking at each other like, we know what's going to happen here. Like something's going to go down. So it's different. It's a different meetup. But what ends up happening is Beautiful turn my stomach because the gardener essentially tells Thanos, yeah, I'm not going to give you this. You're not going to get it. So if you want to fight me, you're going to have to kill me. He essentially Thanos uses the power stone now that he has mm-hmm. to, it's, it's, it's kind he of foggy. He amps the power up of, of the gardener's time gem. Time gem. Yep. Yeah. It, it makes him go way faster. And it, it, the, these vines like grow through the gardener and out of him. Essentially, it was like he was stopped in time while the rest of his garden grew. Yeah. And the panel will just show it. It's, I, when I saw this, the first thing I thought of is like, how did this get printed? It's, it's dark. It is so dark. Probably because there's no blood and guts. Yeah. But like, but it's, it is terrifying. Yeah. But this is what Thanos did. He, he outsmarts everyone he runs into. And it's this panel that makes the whole comic worth it. Reminds me of um, Blood Raven in Game of Thrones. Heck yeah. The guy in the tree. He also yep. has a tree branches growing through him because he's mm-hmm. been sitting in this throne for so long. Right. That is he's Nerd. That's exactly. That's a good reference. But that's, that's Thanos Quest. That's it. And that's it. It's a One, great two, book. One, two, three gems down. It is a really good book. And you know what? This is a book that I would recommend. Um, if you're looking at um, an investment book, this probably isn't the one because I think this is probably tapped out uh, as far as how high it's going to go. Yeah. So if you're looking for a cool Thanos book, a key Thanos story, give it a little bit of time. Let the infinity gauntlet, uh, ruckus die down. The fandom die down a little bit. Cause there will be the new movie comes out in like a year though. So it's going to kind of jump back up a little bit later on, but it's the gauntlet stuff's done. The gauntlet looks pretty burnt up and toasted by the end of that film though. So I mean, who knows? Maybe the gauntlet will resurface and people are going to be interested in the Thanos quest again. We need to do like a podcast on theories on the next movie, man. That's true. That's coming. Stewing in my brain. That's coming, but that's Thanos quest. Mm -hmm. That's Thanos quest. Don't forget to hit that like button and that subscribe button. And you can head to geekstreet101.com to get some comic books.